Blog Talk Radio.
us to be ready to see what God has to say to the body of Christ on tonight. So let me reintroduce myself to most of you all and introduce myself to others. My name is Minister Sylvia Kaiser. I'm one of the co-ministers with Smile 3E Iron Sharpening Iron Ministries, which is brought to you on Monday night, Friday night, and early Saturday morning, Sunday morning. I love Sunday for last because it begins the week, and after we have a weekend, it ends the weekend, if you understand what I'm saying. That's at 9.30 a.m. in the morning. So on um, Mondays is at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Fridays, that's at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on Sunday mornings, it's at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time and 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I just want you all to know that tonight I'm going to talk about a promise asked and a promise given. I'm thanking God in advance for part two of me asking God for something. And um, I just heard in my spirit God say, once I see the vision and once I made my request known, I had to start talking to God and say, God, I don't want to miss you. I don't want to double back or as they say, slide back. I don't want to go back to saying, okay, God put strength in me and put in my strength that you are my source. You are my resource. You are my everything. Because without you, God, I can do nothing. Without you, God, I cannot survive. I just want you all to hear the way I said it. Without God, I cannot survive. So let's stop and have a little word of prayer real quick. Father God, we come to you right now with our hands lifted up, God, and our hearts open, asking you to forgive us of every sin, O oh Lord. God, we come in expectation, expecting you, God, to perform a work in us like never before. God, put in us a receiving spirit. We want to receive you, God. Sometimes we listen, but we're not hearing what you're saying. Sometimes we hear things, but yet we're not listening to what you're saying. God, I know people probably said I've said the same thing. No, I said what you said and what you're saying. God, teach us how to listen to hear what you're saying to us, oh God. God, we just ask you right now to be our Lord and Savior. Cover our household, cover our jobs, cover our finance, cover us, God. Even cover us in our retirement. Cover us as we look for work. Cover us as we look for school, going to school, coming home from school. God, cover us. That every day we wake up and breathe, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. For this is the day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. For God, we thank you, we thank you, and we thank you even the more. God, touch every sick body, every sick heart, every sick mind. God, touch them right now. 
deliver, set free, loose the chain. God, bring them back to your glory. Bring them back to your worship. God, bring them back to you. Put a passing in their heart that they will pass after you, O oh God. God, I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Now, let's let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk Facebook. Blog talk. Whether you, you're live listening on blog talk or you're going to hear it again in the archives, or whether you're looking live on Facebook or you're going to look at it again in the replay. Let's talk right now. There were some things I began to speak in my life. I've been speaking it for a while, but last year I spoke it for real. I mean, I, I can see it. I started desiring it. I started looking for it. I started wanting it. And I said, God, mm, can this happen for me? Can this be? Then, I, you know, how the enemy steps in and come in and try to make you second guess. And I started saying, Lord, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm going to wait. And I heard God in my spirit say, don't be anxious for nothing. What I meant by that is when he said it to me, he said it to me that not to be rushing to hear from him, not to be rushing to make a decision because I got a little scared. Mm -hmm. Because I was still learning how to trust God. I was still learning how to say, God, I know you do it for others, but what about me? You know, we, we, we have those issues in our life where we um, believe it's some things we still got on the table, you know, for sin. We, but we keep forgetting. We say it, but we forget. God said that I become a new creature and that he threw my sins in the sea of forgetfulness, you know. And in and, and the world we say I, I'm, I'm playing a new game, you know, so... My old game, game's over, you know. I no longer had to sneak and uh, have them sins we used to have by hook or crook, one way or another way. I'm going to get it. The game is over on that tip. I had to start looking, learning, and speaking things into and over my life. Mm. I hope you heard me. I hope you heard me. You know, and Proverbs, I'm sorry, Philippians 4, verse number 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything be prayerful, be prayer, by, I'm sorry, by prayer and supplications with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. So I started praying this thing and praying this thing and praying this thing and I asked God to make it real to me where I can believe it. And y'all know what? I kept on praying and kept on speaking and kept on speaking and kept on praying. And all of a sudden, it became real to me. And I understood and I believe that God is making a way. I said, God, I want to retire. I don't want to wait till the end of the year. God, I want to retire. I don't want to wait till 
<clears throat> you know how they say we get old, when we, t- we retire, we go home, we can't do nothing, we start getting old and go out. I said, God, I want to retire, but I want to go about your business 100%. Excuse me, Dad. I need to take a little drink of my cranberry sauce and apple juice. I said, Lord, I need to know that it's truly in my spirit you did not give me a spirit of fear, but you gave me a spirit of power and love with a sound mind. I had to really get this in my spirit. I kept asking God, God, let me get this where I know for a fact that you truly, truly, truly have me covered. Now, now y'all know sometimes we doubt it. Sometimes we doubt it. And because I believe my request was kind of big. Even though I say I know God on the cattle on a thousand hills, I started believing that my request was too big. But I kept praying and kept praying, and I kept saying, well, God, I need this. God, I need that. If I don't have this, I can't retire because I ain't going to be able to afford. Y'all know that that's our biggest thing, afford. We we make money our God instead of letting God be our God. And I had to just keep saying it to myself, just keep saying it to myself, and then I started sharing more and more with my prayer partner, and my prayer partner kept saying, God is faithful. Mm. That's one of her favorite sayings is God is faithful. Trust God. God is faithful. If he bring you to it, he'll bring you through it. Trust God. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. Trust God. And I started repeating it over and over and over, over and over and over, and it started getting in my spirit, God, I got to trust you. I got to show that even through this, what you did for me before, I, we know all that, but I got to let them know, God, you're going to even cover me and bring me through even the more on another level. I got to trust you, God. I kept saying I'm ready for the next level, I'm ready for the next level. So I had to get to the point I started to say, I'm not going to worry about it because God gave me this house. God gave me the way to get this house. I didn't slip in it. I didn't slide in it. I didn't creep in it. I didn't sneak in it. I walked through the front door with the realtor by myself. And with all the houses I looked at, when I walked into this one, the first, I said, you know how you walk in a house and say, oh, wow. And you look around. I looked around and I said, oh. Hmm. Y'all don't think y'all heard me. I said, home. And each time I went in the room, I said, God, I'm at home. When I went into the first little room, it was like a little uh, sunroom or a little office. I said, home. I went in the first bedroom, I said, hmm, this is my room, home. When I went in the second bedroom, I was like, oh, this is for my son, home. When I went in the bathroom, I said, oh, ah, I'm at home. When I started seeing the way it was fixed up, and when I went in the kitchen, I thought somebody left the lights on, but I found out I had a scat, one of them little scat dogs. I said, I know I'm at home. You know, just say, no, no, we're going to look farther. Let's go in the basement. 
went in the basement. I was like, oh, my goodness. Saw the other bedroom. I said, home. Saw the shower room. I said, home. Came back upstairs and looked around some more. Home. Went in the backyard. Home. Looked in the garage. Mm, knew it was for me because the previous owners had left a motorcycle helmet in there. I said, I knew it. I was at home. <laughs> I didn't know them and they didn't know me. But it was a motorcycle helmet in the garage. So I already had, I knew what side to park it on because that's the side the motorcycle helmet was on. And I said, oh, hey, Tammy, thanks for tuning in. And I'm saying all that to say is when I started talking with God, that's how you said when you bought your, that's right, Tammy, home. Oh, when God brought me to this house, I didn't have the people I had with me before. I didn't have uh, nobody with me but the realtor. And uh, she said, I showed this one to you last because I kept hearing what you said you wanted in a house. She said, and I knew this would be the one. Now, it didn't have everything I wanted at first because I trusted God. I said, I trusted him then. And, you know, but when I asked her about retirement, I got a little scared, a little anxious. But I just read for you Philippines 6, I mean, verse uh, chapter 3, verse 6, say, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And I said, okay, God. Now I'm going to go a little further to the next verse, 7. It said, in the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Now, I trusted God was looking for a home. I looked for a home over a year. And I was running through some beautiful things, and a lot of the stuff was, um, the taxes was like, uh, what, huh, who? Uh-uh, I can't pay them for those taxes. I said, I can't do this one. I got to let this one pass, like, you know, and be it with. You got to pass that hand. So I ended up with this house because I didn't get anxious, and I said, God, this is it. And I, I thank God for my house. And when I began to talk about retirement, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pay my mortgage. And I said, well, God, I know I got to have insurance, health insurance. I got to have this, I got to have that. But, God, I, I can't pay this much, and I can't pay that much. And then I, I started listening to myself, telling God what I can't do. But I'm studying saying to God, God, be my source. Be my resource. God, teach me how to d- depend on you totally, permanently, always. And then I started speaking back into myself, believe what you say. Say what you believe and believe God is going to perform it provide it, and take care of it. Give it to him and don't take it back. Give it to him and don't talk about it. So when I started telling God what all I needed and said, God, give me the way to go, who do I ask, this and that. And so now I'm thinking, again, God, the word said, don't be anxious. Don't be careful, in other words. We say don't be anxious for nothing. It depends on which version you read. Here it is, I'm being anxious. I started asking people. And um, everybody I asked gave me information, but it wasn't for me because they was either 
uh, in their late 60s, early 70s, so all kind of benefits have kicked in for them, but I'm not at that place yet to get those benefits, but I can't wait to get there. Anyway, I asked everybody, and one day I was sitting down, and I kind of got a little to myself. Y'all know what I mean, low in spirits to myself. And I began to talk and pray, and God said, you'd have asked everybody. You told me what you want, but you never asked me to give it to you, give you the information. You said, God, I need this, I need that. But you never said, God, will you give me what I need? Will you give me the names? Will you give me the service? Will you give me the number? You never asked me. And I began to weep and say, God, I'm sorry. I repented. And I said, God, I need the people to call, and I need this, and I need that. And immediately, right after I asked him, he started opening up my mind and opening up doors and opening up information that I was getting without even asking. And I called him right away. I was able to get what I wanted. I decided then, two or three months before I decided to retire, God had gave me the answer that I could. So when I did that and I made the phone calls and talked to the people I needed to talk to and got the information I needed to get, and they said, well, if you retire at this time of the year, you'll get this much. But if you wait and retire so many months later, you'll get that much. And I say, you asked me to put in double the work for barely $15 more a month. I said, Lord, I, 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 it's not like I think I got so much, I'm so much, but you want me to keep going through this, putting up with this level of disrespect and this level of, mm, and I ain't even talking about <laughs> From management yet, I'm talking about co-workers. I said, God, mm-mm. let me know what date I can retire. So when they told me the date that, that the insurance would kick in and what I need to do and how I need to go about it and when I qualify for it, I said, oh, I can retire right after that date. And I decided to put my paperwork in. And I, when I tell you that from that day and I started asking God to make it pleasant for me among my transitioning through full-time employer, employee to retire employee, when I tell you God has opened doors, God has touched people hard, God has given me favor with people, when I tell you what God has done for me, I, I I can't do nothing but just sit back in awe at my God, at my God. Because, see, what I'm going to find out now is, do I trust him for real? Let me come up here a little closer in case you're out of here. Do I trust him for real? What I'm going to find out now is, is all my cares really in his arms, his hands, did I give them all to him? I'm going to find out for real. Because one thing I do know is the Lord loves me and I love the Lord. God is not going to show me this kind of love and favor when I sometimes get scared. Because I know i got to 
resource can help me out. But see, when I know that I know that I know I have to depend on God, God's words say when I when I get about his business, he'll get about mine. Mm. I said something like that. See, when I get about God's business, God's going to get about mine. I, I don't have time to to play. I don't have time to make believe. I don't have time to make up. Because, see, I've been taking care of what I said yes. But I told God I'm tired of being a 40%, uh, or I even tell the truth, a 30% ministry when I want to go in your word, God, 100%. When I can be woken at certain hours and because God woke me up and said, pray this, pray that, plead the blood, you know, and I ain't got to worry about it. I got to get up and go to work because, see, now I'm going to go full time for God instead of being a, uh-uh. y'all know what, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. Those of us that work, most of us, we, we haven't been a, full-time minister for God. I'm not talking about pastors and apostles and evangelists. I said ministers, people on my level. We've been um, some of what you call seasonable workers. We wait for our turn. But see, now I made a promise to God, and I'll add more to it before I take it back. I'm trusting God all the way. I like what Ephesians, uh, what's this, 3, 13 through 14 says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehend, but this one thing, I forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. So with that being said, I just told you I want to do full-time, 100%. Now, I already know my benefits. Yes, I do. I already know my hourly wages. Hey, Panya, Miss Sunshine, Jerome, thanks for joining in. I already know my health care. I already know my vision plan and every other plan that they offer you with employment. God has all that. And I do know that I'm, I'm just excited about what God is going to be doing in my life. I retired from some other things in my life, and I really haven't looked back don't get me wrong, I think back on good times I had, like when I was riding motorcycle clubs full-time. I was time for a season for that to retire, and I retired. I think about good days I had, but then I go back and say, okay, God, I, I'm doing something else now. So now that I'm thinking about retiring from work, I'm going to think about the good days at work, like when I was getting more than one check a month. But I trust God. He said that he have not seen, no, none of us beg. I won't be out here begging. I won't be out here not eating. I'm a big girl, so you know one thing it is. 
I'm going to find me a place to eat. Hallelujah. In advance. Y'all see me on Facebook a lot of times with my sisters talking about we over here eating, we celebrating over here, we just doing something, you know, excuse me, y'all, I told y'all my sign is stacking up. We, we go out and celebrate each other just because we have this one sister that comes in town and we celebrate just because she's here. She wants to go eat this or try this and try. We, we go do that. But I thank God because now I, it's no more excuses. I don't have any excuses now. And I'm not looking for them. But, y'all, we be human. We be right. We be for real. We come up with excuses. But we got time to do whatever we want to do, whenever we want to do it, however we want to do it, and wherever we want to go to do it. We find time, reason, and place for that. And now I'm saying, Lord, I got this full time. I put in the application. The position has been granted. Now all I got to do is just show up, punch in. Uh, pull up, pull out. What I mean by pull up the word, pull it out of me, and present it to God's peculiar people. I know a lot of you all probably thinking like, uh, she's not hooping and hollering. Uh-uh. I'm not, I said this program is called Let's Talk, Let's Talk. See, we, we have the ministers and the pastors and the prophets and the apostles to do that level. But see, right here at this place, I have, we, we talking. Because, see, most of the people I know, we always had good conversations. We always talked. We always talked about things that encouraged us, things that kind of aggravated us, things that kind of moved us. We talked. So we have to understand that whenever we get to the place where we um, can't talk, then we're not going to hear what's being said. So majority of my friends, like Piney that, peep, that peeped in and Tammy that peeped in, um, they know me. Those, those are biker uh, friends of mine. We we got some years in, double-digit years in time. We um, know how much each other loves to ride. And I love God more than that. Anytime. I say I can't ride my bike or I don't want to ride my bike because I'm going to church or I got a minister or I'm going to hear some ministry. That lets a person know how much I love the Lord because anybody that knows me know I love riding my bike. I thank God for being my God. I thank God for being my Lord and Savior. I thank God for covering me. I thank God for all the people he put in my life the motorcycle world because, see, most people that know bikers, they think we um, gangbangers. They think we're gangs. They think, I don't care what you think of us and how most of us or some of us have proven to be what you say. But I want you to know one thing. It ain't too many bikers out there don't don't love the Lord. It ain't too many bikers out there don't know about Jesus Christ. It ain't too many bikers out there that don't go to church. I'm telling you, just because we ride motorcycles don't mean we don't go to church, don't mean we don't love the Lord. 
you know, but when God told me I need you to get off those two wheels full-time and I need you to come over here and work for me full-time, I had to say yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. I had to go to the place that I had to say yes, Lord. I can't be like most people are that um, want to sneak. Oh, I'm going to sneak and act like, no. See, God, we're being a family that um, you say something you're going to do for God, not only are you going to be held responsible, you're going to get a partner to team up with you that says, I got you. I'm going to help you do this. Let's go and do this thing together. They're going to pray with you. They're going to pray you through it. They're going to pray you. Uh, they're going to pray for you about it. They're going to talk to God about you. They're going to uh, uh, ask God to give you the strength, the will, and the courage. You, they're going to give you the push. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you the push. And the other thing that's great about it, they're going to also help you stay in line. Mm. Did y'all hear me say that? They're going to help you stay in line. So when you think you are going to get away or try to get away, they're going to help you stay in line. Because the one thing they're not going to let you do or help you do is embarrass God or embarrass Christ. So when you decide to make a resolution to make a request, you make sure you for real. You know, last Friday, God had me to speak about CPR and the spirit. That thing's going to come real to me even more so because what I'm asking God for is not because I'm asking God to help me make a cupcake. Nope. God said to Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, I love you. He said, feed my sheep. God said to Peter a second time, do you love me? Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. He said, feed my sheep. Then our Lord and God, our Father and God, Jesus Christ said, Peter, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord, feed my sheep. So I'm saying all that to say, I told God I love him, so I know my assignment is to feed the sheep. I have to trust him. I have to believe him. I have to say, God, I'm in this thing for the long run. The late great apostle Sandra Thomas asked her son, as pastors, preachers, said, are you all in? And I heard my sister, Apostle Elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, say it several times, and I'm saying to God, God, I want the heart of you. I want your spirit, God, because I want to be all in. Apostle Sandra Thomas used to teach us that don't just play like you love God. Act, show, and carry yourself like you love God. Be all in. So with that being said, I have to be all in, 
not because um gotta have God to do this. No, because see, I got to live a life to show you all that God has no respect to person, that God takes care of his children, that God takes care of you when he say, I got you, he got you. I got to be a living testimony because one thing I do know, somebody's watching me. Mm. Somebody's looking. Everybody ain't looking in your window. Everybody ain't peeping as they walk past your door. But somebody is sitting right there watching you, watching every uh, social media post, watching everything you say, watching everything you do, watching what you wear, watching how you wear your hair, watching what kind of car you drive, even watching what kind of shoes or toenail polish you got on, on your sandals. People, somebody is watching you. It ain't always women watching women. Sometimes men are watching you women. And sometimes men are watching men and women are watching men. Trying to find fault. But I want to live a life where what you find in me turns out to be J-E-S-U-S. I don't want to just look like them. I want to, when I walk past you, say, what's that smell? I could say Jesus. I want when you hear about me, you say, what's that? I heard you say it all about Jesus. I want everything about me to come up, come out, and come around Jesus. Hmm. I've lived a good life. I've lived a long life. Now i got to live 100% about Jesus. It's some things that God is doing in my life right now, and um, away from what I asked him for about the retirement, it's about being delivered, being set free, being an overcomer, being more than a conqueror. When I tell you there's a shift in the spirit, when I tell you there's a shift in the spirit, you better know that you know that you know. If you don't know, get before God and ask about the shift in the spirit. See, you got a shift in your spirit. I got a shift in my spirit. There's a shift also in the spirit realm. Ah, you know how the word said there's a wheel in the middle of a wheel? What part of the wheel are you turning in? I want to be turning in the center of God. I want the, the God to be turning in my center. I want everything. You know how they hear the old saying, say, everything come up roses. I want everything to come up Jesus. 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 That's what they used to have us do on the altar. We were children and when we were young adults. When we first got saved, and, and if it looked like we had a backsliding spirit on us or we just was out of order, they would just say, call on the name of Jesus. Keep calling on it. Until something happens. Just Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sometimes they tell you to say it faster. You'd be just saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. You had to get in a place in God. And I thank God that he's showing me and taking me back to the place of certainty. Uh, I said it. Certainty. 
I'm certain that God is my source. I'm certain that God is my resource. I'm certain that God is my redeemer. I'm certain that God is my provider. I'm certain that God is my director. I'm telling you, I am so happy to know that God has brought me back to a place that says, if I be for you, I'm more than the world against you. Mm. I thank God. I thank God. So it's, it's so much I could say and it's so much I could repeat, but I just want you all to know that I trust God. I trust God. You know, I, I look at our government, courts, on our money, on certain buildings. They, this nation was built on, and God we trust. Somewhere along the line, we forgot. And God we trust. Somewhere down the street, we walked off the block that says maybe. That's where we walked off the block from, and God we trust to maybe. See, some of us reading the scripture that says, and God we trust sometimes. I told God I don't want the last name sometime on my first part statement. I want, and God we trust. When I look on my money, it's saying, God we trust. Uh-huh. When I look, when I have to go to court, it says on the wall, and God we trust. Yes. See, justice is blind, but God ain't blind. Mm. God, the scales are already balanced. It's us that unbalance the scale. Just to say she can't see because they put a rag around her eyes. But y'all know how we do. We're going to look down and see what we can see by watching the shadows. I don't need no shadow God because the God I trust said I can have all things through Christ Jesus. The God I trust says there's nothing I can't have. I trust God, and I pray that you trust God. I pray that you go to God tonight and for the rest of your life and say, God, I place myself under Holy Ghost arrest. God, I place myself under kingdom arrest. God, I place myself under your arrest. God, I don't want no pardon. I don't want no bail. I don't even want probation. God, use me. Teach me how to surrender 100% and say, use me, Lord. I'm yours, Lord. All that I am, all that I got, I'm yours, Lord. Try me and see, see if I can be completely yours. I, I just want that in my spirit. I want that to be that where God sees me. God hears me, and I hear from God. I want God to say, I know you're mine. I want to be the apple of his eye. Mm. Yeah. I want to be pleased in his sight. I want God to love me so that when somebody see me, they're going to say, I thought I saw you walking with somebody. And I just that's how close I want to be with God. It looked like he's with me. You know, I want I wanted to be how that little poem tell us about the serenity poem. 
I want God to carry me like that. I know he's already been carrying me like that, but I want the people to see it's something about it that when you see me, you just say something is carrying her through this life and that something is going to be cheap. So I thank you all for joining and listening in on Blog Talk as well as Facebook Live. Um, I hope you got something out of tonight's word. Um, Don't be anxious for nothing. Stop looking back at the things behind you and press towards the things in front of you. If you're not at retirement age, ask God to help you prepare to get there. Start trusting God so that when you do get to retirement age, it don't go up even farther. Ask God to put a cease assistance assist, how do you assist in the cease or however they put it. Ask God to put that in place that you don't have to work till you're 72, 76 years old and then try to retire. You don't want to get a job to have to work the rest of your life, all your life, but just ask God to cover you, give you an understanding of what to do in a place of unemployment, retirement, fixed income, no income. God will take care of you. When you get about God's business, God will get about yours. Amen? Okay. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So I just want to take the time out right now to ask if anybody on Blog Talk has anything to say, and if anybody on Facebook would like to type something in. If you have something to say on Blog Talk, the lines are open. Please speak now. This is Cecilia. I just want to say God is faithful. Amen. Yes, he is. Thank you so much, Apostle Elect. Is there anyone else? I love uh, what you have said this evening. This is Mother Tony, and just to... Uh, encourage you to keep on keeping on, and I love that song. I'm yours, Lord. <laughs> everything yeah. I am, everything I'm not, everything I've got, I'm yours, Lord. Try me and see if I can be completely yours. And so Amen. we are, we we are, uh, we, we're gonna be guilty to when people look on. I love that analogy that you gave uh, that you and God would be. So close that when people look on, they can see him as he walks with you. And yeah. so uh, I desire that closeness, that he might be glorified, that he might be magnified. Because yeah. this world is 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 going, to, as they would say, uh, to hell in the handbasket. Yeah. And yeah. at a at a, a, a at a great speed. But God, but God, and if it wasn't for for the saints that are in uh, in place today, crying out for the for the mind and 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 the souls of the people, that He would have to destroy this world. And so you just keep on. I encourage you keep on doing the work that the Lord has given you to do, and and He is, will be pleased with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mother Tony, so much for those comments. I really appreciate that. Thank you. 
Is there anyone else? Thank you all for tuning in and joining in on tonight. Um, like Mother Tony said, I love that song. I'm yours, Lord. All that I am. All that I'm not. All that I have. I'm yours, Lord. Try me and see. See if I can be completely yours. I love that song. That song is bees in my heart so much. I just say in. I said bees in my heart. That song buzzed around in my heart on the regular because I have told God over and over, Lord, I'm yours. God, I'm yours. When I do things and I know I shouldn't have said it, uh, I'm not the only one. I'm probably the only one telling on myself, though. I said, God, I know I shouldn't have said that. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know I'm going to go as far. I know I shouldn't have ate that. But God, help me. I want to be so close to God that when you see me, even though I'm driving the car, I want it to look like I got a passenger in there with me. So I want you all to think somebody riding along because, as Mother Tony said, it's so dangerous out here in this world. It, you, here in Chicago, lady driving in her car got shot and she died. You, you can't even ride your bike. Little boy riding on his bike. Just got out of school a couple of days ago. He's so happy riding on his bike. Car come out of nowhere, hit the kid, hit him so hard, he landed about a half a block away, he died. I, I, You know, people just don't care. I'm telling you, we don't have time to get ready. We better be ready because one thing we don't know is when is our time. God is a good God. God is all that we need. He's my resource. He's my source. God is everything to me. And I'm getting to realize that more and more every day. I can't breathe without him. Even in the book of Genesis, it says God created woman and man in their own image. But until he breathed the breath of life, and each one of us every day get a new breath of life from God, and that carries us through the day. But when my day is done, my time is over, my season has ended, I want to hear good and faithful servant. Mm. Welcome in. So until then, I want to do what God has told me to do, what God is showing me to do. So I'm just asking you all, to keep Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, in your prayers. Tune in every time we tune on. We are on every Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next Friday should be Prophet Antoine Thomas. Please tune in and share. Watch my postings on my Facebook page, Sylvia Kaiser, and I will be mentioning the date and time. On Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our very own Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Sheila Kaiser, Minister Brandon Kaiser, along with Minister Margot Kaiser. 
<laughs> Sorry about that, Margo McCoy. I just got to rolling with them Kaisers, and they will be your host on Sunday morning. And this Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is our third Monday. This will be Minister Margot McCor Monday. So tune in to hear this wonderful woman of God minister God's word, as I like to say, God's exposing word, because Minister Margot minister about when God even makes her expose herself. And I love that in her because she has broke that thing open in me to tell on myself before somebody else can tell it and get it wrong or add more to it. Hey, Trish, thanks for joining in. So with that being said, I want you all, again, to remember, I'm going to repeat it, our foundational scripture, which is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You all keep me in your prayers. This sinus um, is really taking a toll on me, but i got to do God's work. Keep Pastor Troy, your Thomas, uh, Pastor Troy Thomas in your prayers, please. He's still recovering. God is still good. God is bringing him from such a long way. But let's not forget about him. Keep him in your prayers. Please keep my friend um, Deborah Blackshear, Pastor Deborah Blackshear, who went on to be with the Lord. Please keep her family in your prayers. They're still in a new beginning, in a new place not to have their sister, not to have their mother, not to have their pastor from their church or one of their co-pastors. Please keep God as real ministry in your prayers. Um, Deborah Blackshear's daughter is Crystal Blackshear and her daughter uh, Toya. I don't know Toya's last name. She got married, but I'm just going to say Toya Blackshear and her grandchildren, Deborah's grandchildren. I want you all to keep them Dr. Loretta, take it. Um, that's the overseer, the uh, prophet of the house of God is real ministry. Please keep them in your prayers. So good night, everyone. Good night. Oh, Lord, if I can breathe completely, Lord.